Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode one of the Overboard Network, a Below Deck podcast. Tonight, we recap episode 11 of season six, Below Deck Men. Katie stresses over the Delaney situation. Lexi finds someone to do her work. And Sandy has tension with Malia. We'll continue with Danielle, Haley, and Bailey's charter tonight. On the pod, we'll give out awards on who won and who lost the episode, go over our question of the week, and then we'll give out some listener-submitted life advice around a changing landscape in a friend group. I also want to announce that next week, we'll be dropping our center second interview with sailing yacht sensation, Daisy Kelleher. I can't wait for that, and I hope everyone listens. Let's dive right in here by bringing in my co-captain, Sean. Sean, have you ever agonized over a decision that impacted only two weeks of your life as much as Katie did in this episode? John, I don't think that's possible. So I'm, I'm going to say no. Uh, and I'm pretty sure... Katie changed her mind like five times during this episode, even though like she didn't express anything. It was just like, you could see it in her, like on her face and in her head. Like I, she's flopping all over the place. Uh, mind you, this is all over seven people potentially, potentially having to move like two suitcases across the hallway. Like this wasn't that big of a deal, but, and I kind of felt like Katie was, like maybe midway through the episode, leaning towards having Delaney stay. I think she mentions, you know, hey, it seems like she's going to want to stay. And then, you know, Courtney and Malia, but especially Matt, were just making such a huge deal out of it. Uh, like, John, what, what was Matt's deal about the whole, this whole thing? Yeah, so Matt feels like he was slighted the most, right? So he had to move out of his cabin, move in with the first first officer, Martin, which, Martin. Yeah. yeah. Which I feel like Martin probably had a good room. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think, and even Matt says this, so I don't think he's frustrated with Delaney. I think he said he's upset that Delaney is there. Right. So he gets kicked out of his bed, right. Brings up that Delaney's only there because Lexi isn't doing her job and mm. pretty much Courtney echoes that exact same thing, <laughs> you know, saying, you know, they are, I think she calls them Delexi, right? They're doing the same job just together, which like throughout the exact episode, they were doing the same thing. So, you know, Matt, I know Matt mentions like he'll get less tip. Um, that's fair. That's that's a fair point. Yes. So that, that's an interesting thing too. So I, I don't know if they would necessarily get less tip because if they give better service, they might get a more overall tip, right? So they, they showed in the previous charter that they can't do this with just three stews if one of them's Lexi being you know working at half mass so I think that they do need a fourth person and then they are going to get theoretically a higher tip shout out yeah um like obviously the you know the tip thing is a real thing I get like hey we're we're splitting this 11 ways instead of 10 now so Matt makes a good point about that yeah the room flopping swapping thing I don't think is that big of a deal Especially for Chef Matt, because like, dude, you're already you would 
so look, it ends in a cliffhanger. I, I don't, it seems like Kitty's going to get rid of her. I, I, I know. Yeah, I'm not sure what happens with this cliffhanger here. I, I, I really don't usually I feel like I can read the room, but I, it would be so tough for me to think she doesn't allow her to stay. I, yeah, but okay. Should we, should we just start with the end or? Should yeah, we let's start with the end. Go for it. Okay. It seems like she has a conversation with Sandy that morning, right? Right before her final meeting with Delaney. And I think it's, to me at least, it's pretty clear from that meeting with Sandy that she's going to let Delaney go. Because Sandy's like, you know, don't worry about the, you know, the blowback or whatever. Uh, you know, you know, she might get mad at you. Like, just expect that. But, you know, Sandy kind of says to her, like, hey, she wasn't supposed to be a permanent solution to anything. Which I don't know that that's true. I mean, you, most people, when they, they join this show, I think they the plan is to stay the entire season. And the other thing is Delaney's quarantined for like a week for this. So yeah, right. Yeah. Did she did she do this for three days? It's just, it's really tough for me to see, you know, Katie struggles so much in this. And, you know, Matt, Matt brings it up that Katie's weakness is she's too nice and considerate, right? She's afraid of hurting other people's feelings and she just needs to step up and be a boss. He, she needs to realize she needs help. And the way that she's going to do that is by keeping Delaney. And listen, if, the guys and girls have to swap bunks. Tough stuff. That's just that's just part of doing business. Okay, so you think Delaney's going to tuck her out of it again? I think Delaney stays. I think Katie just says that you know it's better for the boat. She should. I think she should keep her. I think it's better for the boat. I agree. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Everybody has to spend two hours moving everything around. Whatever. Um, but the next two charters are going to go great. Which I can't believe we only have two charters left. Also in the season. I know, because like, <laughs> I don't think regular blood X starts until November. I, I'm not sure about that. But this show just never takes a break. So well, they'll probably do like a reunion episode, reunion, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, it'll be two so. parts. Okay, that's a fair point. Um, uh, okay, yeah. There's a chance the Lenny talks you right a bit. Yeah, Kitty, <laughs> Kitty. I know. Uh, earlier in the episode. Where we, where we kind of started last week um, was Kitty trying to get rid of Delaney and Delaney talks her out of it. You know, Delaney then mentions to Lexi, um, yeah, Kitty just tried to intimidate me into quitting, which, okay, Kitty's the least intimidating person in the world. That's not what she was doing. <laughs> she, so, I don't know. I, Sh- Sean, here's a question I have. Why is Sandy okay with her getting rid of Delaney, but she's not okay with her getting rid of Lexi? Is this just like, am I the only one thinking this? Because I would rather have Delaney who wants to be there and is a hard worker than Lexi who feels entitled to be there. And based on this episode and the rest of the season, not a hard worker. It's it. Look, it's <laughs> that's the big, like, yes, a hundred percent. You're hundred percent. Right. Um, Sandy just took that off the table for Kitty for no reason whatsoever. You know, Lexi's an untouchable because Sandy doesn't want to give up on people. I mean, she was okay with giving up on Delaney, though. I, it, you're right. It makes absolutely no sense. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't know. Should we get into uh, Katie and, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, Lexi and Delaney? Because I loved all that, by the way. 
that was that was so funny how even like matt brought it up and i think he you know i don't understand where it was coming from i don't know if she was just trying to you know church her name up um or if she just was using it as like a way to show dominance by keep getting her name wrong (laughs) but i think all of those are on the table at this point I think the only thing that's not on the table is that she's getting it wrong on purpose. My okay, not getting it wrong on purpose. Hundred percent agree. Agree. My thought initially was, Lexi thinks Delaney doesn't know, doesn't know how to pronounce her own name, and is like, look, I get you know she does have a speech impediment, but Lexi's just like, you know, girl, it's Delaney. I'm gonna keep like I love how she'll call for Delaney on the radio delaney will respond back like hey this is delaney i'm coming yep. and she'll be like yep thanks delaney <laughs> i yeah. think yeah lexi's just like correcting her like nope wrong name um also just <laughs> love lexi telling delaney what to do and just watching her do the work well that was just the perfect example of lexi being terrible as a <laughs> stew and delaney who's never been a stew yeah, she doesn't know everything, but she's so much more of a hard worker. Like Lexi was literally sitting there just saying, this is just me being lazy. And like, this is, that's terrible. So um, Lexi was not leading by example. She was literally just using, Del- she was just using Delaney. So she didn't have to do work. Okay, Jack, I kind of, here's where I think I disagree with you a little bit about Lexi, just as a person. I find some of this stuff a little bit charming. I don't know why, because it's just it's just so blatant and like funny, and like she loves delegating so much, and she's like, "Oh, Delaney's great. Uh, Delaney's great. I just tell her what to do, and she just does it without complaining." And so I I really actually enjoyed all those scenes. And to Lexi's credit, she does kind of mention about Kitty, like, "Hey, it's kind of hypocritical of you to." say we need more help, get the additional help, and then want to fire Delaney. And look, yeah. I mean, I mean, Kitty, you know, like we mentioned at the top, Kitty changed her mind like five times. She admitted like midway through the episode, like this makes me look like a bitch. And also kind of like this also makes no sense in my part for me to ask for more help, get that help and be like, we don't need the help. Yeah. And that's where I feel like she's going to end up. But you know, I mean, I mean, I know we'll see next week. Um, yeah, Sean, the only thing I wanted to bring up on, you know how I feel about Lexi. So we can just leave it at that. <laughs> I, I'm not a huge Lexi fan. Um, I thought she looked terrible in this episode. Yes, she looked good because she was showing Delaney some things, but it was purely for a self-motivating thing. So Lexi could just sit there and do nothing, which she literally was laying there with her eyes closed or just sitting there staring off in the distance or just standing there and eating chips while Delaney was working her ass off. So, um, no, shame. You know, Sean, no, shame. Yeah, Sean, <laughs> you know, Sean, speaking of Delaney, um, the boys found her Instagram. They did. They did. And, um, you know, I think they, they liked what they saw. Um, yeah. and, uh, I think I love when Z accidentally liked a photo, like <laughs> he scrolled down and liked the photo. You don't, you don't do that. I feel like they should take like an option off where like I can't like anything anymore. So like no matter where you scroll, you're not going to accidentally like something. 
Oh yeah, that that <laughs> that one hundred percent should be a thing. Idea. Yeah, we should. Who I think Facebook owns Instagram now. Yeah, we gotta we talk should, to them about that. Call Zuck up. Yeah, it'd be like I think hey, that's man. why people have like fake accounts though, or not fake accounts, but like secondary accounts or burner accounts. Yeah, with. right. Yeah, that is pretty great though to just meet a girl at work. And then you immediately like one of our photos on Instagram. That's pretty. I'm sure it's happened to some of our listeners before too, but that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I mean, I hope she stays just because I want David or Lloyd to go for it. Yeah. But by the way, between those two, who do you think would have a better chance? Uh, David seems more David, eager. I think David needs it more. He needs it more, but yeah, girls don't. When a guy's trying too hard, girls don't love that. What? Girls don't like desperation? I've been doing this all wrong. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I, I actually think she might go for. I, I don't know. We don't know much better yet. Yeah, I think so, Lloyd uh, might have a chance though. Maybe. So. Sean, speaking of girls, women. Mm. Um, <laughs> charter guests got like eight of them on here we do Um, yeah it was a pretty fun episode but it was also kind of frustrating right so um let's start with uh i thought she stole the show maybe not in the best way possible but crystal not liking family style Mm -mm. um so obviously we watched this episode and like every single person on this episode had you know a different preference sheet doesn't eat you know only it's keto doesn't eat dairy doesn't eat this doesn't eat that so matt and I, I think we need to get into this so matt did family style or deconstructed for everything um so crystal didn't like family style so she told katie that she just wanted like her own meal like fish yeah fish and a white sauce something like that that didn't get to matt so katie is so preoccupied with this decision of delaney delani that um Matt doesn't get the message and then Crystal doesn't get her meal. And that's not great. That's not great for the crew because that, that, that's a tip impacting mistake. hundred percent. And, you know, Crystal does the annoying uh, charter guest thing where she doesn't bring it up to anyone, like anyone from the staff. She just complains that's, about it. I don't understand why every woman at the table is talking about it. And then when the, then the Courtney, crew Courtney came over, there. they yeah. didn't say anything. Yeah, I think Courtney was serving them. Was like, "Hey guys, everything okay?" And yeah, you know, crickets from the ladies. Uh, I mean, yeah, that that was on Katie. That was on tape. We 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 heard it. We saw it. Uh, not Katie's best episode. Not to step on the awards later, but yeah, I mean, that's that's a clear mistake. What do you then? Obviously, the next day at during the white party, Crystal, you know says the food for her you know everyone else loves the food she would give it a four out of ten though now she said she'd give it a four out of ten on her yelp review yeah crystal obviously doesn't use yelp because yelp is on a five-star rating (laughs) so she would have given it a two out of ten um so just check yourself crystal um (laughs) i think like even her friends kind of back met up like one of her friends was like have you seen what we could all eat together like it's nothing like it's it's nothing. So you know that one hundred percent save the tip that moment. Yeah. Now, Sean, let me ask you: What did you think of Matt's performance here? 
do you think he kind of mailed it in by just continually doing family style deconstructed or was this his only avenue? Well, so I got two theories about this. You know, obviously uh, the other girls back up Matt. Here's my theory on that. So my biggest pet peeve in life is when I'm vacationing and someone else complains during the vacation. Because look, you're spending all this money on the yacht and the charter. Mm-hmm. If someone starts to kill the vibe and be like, this isn't that good, it, it, just, it ruins it for me. So I think that's what the other girls were doing. Yeah, They're like, look, it's not been perfect food-wise. Like, you know, I think Matt made, you know, just like chicken cutlets kind of by themselves, a bunch of just sauces on the side. Yeah. I think, I mean, you know, they look like chicken cutlets. Like, they kind of look like chicken tenders too. I don't know. They weren't that big. Uh, it yeah. wasn't like the, he does very simple food. And like some people love that. And with, you know, I think Danielle, the one charter guest, you know, mentioned she eats like a five-year-old. So maybe he had to. I, yeah, he, I, he wasn't the most creative Matt. So it I wasn't that, creative. Um, I think that there's, there were some issues. So, you know, I think uh, one of them said, yeah, chicken nuggets, Michelin star. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think he pulled out all the stops here. I think he made up his mind that he was going to do everything family style and he was going to do everything deconstructed. And what that just meant was like really simple foods, which really isn't the same thing necessarily, but it's just what he did. And I don't know. I don't think I would love it if I was a charter guest, but I would also have a preference sheet that was like four lines long. So yeah, right. <laughs> I could be pleased a little bit easier. Um, I did think it was interesting with Crystal, you know, she, I know we talked about the Yelp review and things like that. I think she, then she just said to her friend, she goes, I think I just have higher standards when it comes to food. She's uh, kind of shitting on her friends there. right? Yeah. <laughs> like you, all you girls are white trash. I, <laughs> I have a sophisticated palate. Yeah, she was, but I, you know, like, like I mentioned earlier, um, don't ruin my vacation and uh, the other sure. girls. And I'm guessing like it was maybe Bailey or Haley or Danielle. I, I kept getting confused who the actual primary was, but whoever booked this charter was like, no, like you're not, I did a good job. This is all great. Like don't yep. complain. Yeah. Yeah. Now speaking of uh, trying to ruin your vacation, Sean, uh, the jet ski sinks mm. that would ruin your vacation. Um, so do you want to talk about this? The toys are out. We got it. So, you know, they, the first day of the charter, one of the days, the first day of this episode of this charter, um, there was a lot of rain, so they couldn't be outside. So on the second day, which I don't know, I feel like there's another dinner involved here. Like this, these women have lasted now three episodes. It's going to be. Yeah. They, um, they, they had three. Yeah. There's a three night charter. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so the toys are out. So Lloyd creates the super slide. So he's using, he's using the buoys um, or he's using the fenders, right. And creates a super slide. I mean, he's just, he's putting his engineering background to good use and it kills. Oh, amazing. Tip of the cap to Lloyd. Great episode. Yeah. That was huge. Um, and I mean, like not to step on, you know, who won the episode later, but he might be in the running for the winner. Just great Lloyd episode. Yeah. Um, and, also, I think we take slides for granted as bullet deck viewers. They look super fun. I would always want to slide up. Slide I'm... is slide sucks. No, I, I want the slide up though. I, I know the deck I, hands... 
Oh yeah. I want the slide up 24 seven, but it's going to be real tough because they have to put it away and it's such a pain in the ass to put away. (laughs) But it looks so cool. I, John, when's the last time you've been on the slide, like a water slide? Way too long. Years. <laughs> so, yeah, if I'm, if I'm a charter guest, I want that thing up. I, yeah. Yep. Um, so, and I know I mentioned this, but something that didn't stay up, the jet ski sinks. So David puts it out. looks like he forgets to put the plugs in. Mm. As a result, it starts sinking. Uh, Lloyd jumps under there, and he's like, yeah, the plugs are loose. So uh, Sandy comes down. And she immediately wants to know, I feel like she was very, uh, I, I, everyone knows I'm not the biggest Sandy fan, but I feel like she came in and she's like, who, she just says, who forgot to put the plugs in? She's immediately looking to blame someone for this. Mm. And like, I know she says, Hey, you know, she knows Malia is trying to cover for them, which I don't know if that's the case or not. Like they literally don't know, like they, they see it sinking, but they don't have any evidence yet. Lloyd hadn't gone down and checked it out. Right. Um, so I know Sandy gets frustrated, but I feel like Sandy just came down and just was like, who's responsible for this. It's like, first off, I don't think it was that big of a deal. They were going to figure it out. I don't think it was going to sink. So um, maybe Malia was covering a little bit, but I feel like Sandy, she has every right to know what's going on in her boat, but. I'm just worried that she's going to get back into her micromanaging ways here. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. They acted like those two girls were going to drown. Like they were like seconds away. Um, <laughs> Malia though, she keeps blaming it on a phantom plastic bag. Yeah. She's like, Could've Oh been. yeah, that was, that was a plastic bag. And Sandy, look, yeah. Micromanaging. She's making a mess out of a molehill here, all that, but she is right. A plastic bag does not cause a hole. It could, though. You know, well, know if how. it's already loose, it could. I don't. I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know enough about jet skis, but yeah. it could. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, Sean, aside from the uh, toys, you know, the toys being out, um, we mentioned that there was a day that had some rain. So the boys dress up in some fireman outfits. Mm. and do a little, I think they go above and beyond with their little striptease for the guests. Now, Sean, I'm not a guy to throw a double standard around here, but we have just thrown the double standard overboard this season. Um, And it is what it is. I love this season. I'm not complaining (laughs) at all. But like, I think if all of a sudden they were like, hey, Delani, we have a bunch of guy charter guests. Can you go do some striptease for them in a, in a, sailor woman's outfit like i don't think that sh- this show is not going to last in up another episode i yeah you're yeah you're right that wouldn't have flown um also i felt bad they made david and z do it dead sober right so in the middle of the day it's like during lunch yeah it's like this lunch is raining out there's like i don't john could you have done that Probably, I mean, would I have done it great? I don't think so, but I would, I could have, you know. <laughs> Just like Lloyd gets out of it, but like, I don't Yeah, what was Lloyd doing at this time? He was just he like, only he, two firemen outfits. It, it was probably his break, but he was just like, he was also just like, no, I don't want to do that. Um, yeah. And then, uh, and then obviously Danielle gets pretty forward with Z and David, you know, um, you know, talking about how she's the number one physical education coach in America. 
Now, uh, is she a gym teacher? Yeah, she's a gym teacher. Damn, she's someone's getting paid well of these ladies. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, I don't know that most. I don't know that think, most gym teachers can charter yachts in the Mediterranean, but do you think Danielle's already like spending her future mayor money? Ooh, because she's yeah, gonna run for mayor. We should mention that. Um, like one, I also didn't know they named just best PE teacher in America. I don't know if that was a title, but yeah, she's got it. Yeah, Jenny mentioned she's running for mayor in Florida. Yep. Just not shouldn't you mention where? I will say. No disrespect to Florida, but depending on the town, I think she's got a real shot. Right? I know, I know, John, you, you've got some ties to the Tampa area. Yep. Right? Yep. I mean, I can see a town. I can see Danielle winning somewhere, right? We can make this work. We can we can make it work. <laughs> Ensuring candidate type of deal. Uh, so, Sean, would you vote for her? Uh, her platform is pretty good, actually. It's just like it's just like for what was it like helping people? I think she's or, just gonna like build a church so it's tax deductible. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I would just so she'd have to resign like a few years later once I, I, people find I, out that church is a fraud, but yeah, Sean, we we both lived in New York, so we're full of uh scandal. So oh um, yeah, right. <laughs> um, anyway, Sean, so you gotta I I've got a couple uh honorable mentions here but you got anything else before we go into who won who lost the episode well i want to mention about the white party and yep. we talked about that a little bit the food wise uh you know they get the weird white dresses that you know kitty's like oh these are hideous and then you know can I make alterations yep i'm not hitting on kitty here but i thought she looked great i thought I think she, she did too they cut it up right she really pulled off that dress Coming coming from a straight guy, maybe I don't, I don't know much, but yeah, I, I think she uh, looked great. I liked uh, Lexi also putting on the white dress and then never going upstairs again, just like in the previous episode, putting on the beer maid's outfit and then never going upstairs. She just put it on to watch Delaney, <laughs> to watch the girl who she just calls by the wrong name all episode clean. And yeah, yeah, I know, Go Lexi. Yeah, yeah, I know you're not as charmed by her as I am, but hey. And uh, I mean, yeah, Joe, let's go to your honorable mentions. All right. Um, got a couple here. So one is about the charter guests. Uh, Sean made a beach picnic this episode. Hmm. I didn't think anyone enjoyed that beach picnic. It takes hours to put up. Obviously, everyone on char- all the all the charter crew. Like they know it's a huge daunting task. And then it just seemed like nobody enjoyed it. They kind of got so, there. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's cold. I think I th- I think beach picnics are out of style now. Every time someone tries to do it, I know like Barry did it in the last episode of uh Med. Or in the last episode or, of um, or season sailing yeah, out. Yeah. 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 Um he didn't like it either. I think there's just so many things you need to bring, like, especially when you have like eight women that probably all drink. Yes, they all drink rosé, but they probably all drink different types of liquor and things like that, too. It's like you have to bring so much crap over. Let's just. Let's just skip the beach picnics, everybody. It's also. I think. Yeah, but look, as a viewer, it's great because you get to you get to like, see people make mistakes at work. Because it's super yeah. easy to make a mistake. 
you know, you got a million things going on. You're trying to pack all this stuff for a beach picnic. It's, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to be stuck on a boat for three straight days. I'd want to be on land for a tiny bit. So I think I'm okay. pro beach picnics as a guest personally, but maybe I'd ultimately be disappointed with it too. Yeah. Um, the other one is my last one I'll mention. Um, Delaney having five years of etiquette training. Mm. She was a debutante. I don't like, I didn't realize that's a real thing. Oh yeah. I, I, who needs like, honestly, it's great that she did that, but five years of etiquette training. I, John, was that a humble brag? I I feel like she was saying up as one, like, Oh, no big deal, but my family is rich, by the way. Like, I hey. thought, yeah, because when you think etiquette training, you kind of, there's some money behind that usually, right? Yeah, like debutante ball. I think in the, you know, John, um, you know, you, your family, you know, you were in a country club for moments of your life, you yep. know, in and out, right? I think yep. they're like, it's a country club thing. Could be, but you know, hey, not you know, we're, you know, we're obviously we're from upstate New York. Yeah, I think it's a southern thing, but I mean, Delaney's from Cal, Delaney, Delaney's from California, so maybe like really bougie uh, country clubs. Maybe I just I'm picturing like know. Texas I mean, to me as like yeah, yeah. Ball. yeah, like I know, like Lexi was mentioning how she was a. Uh, I don't know, Miss Bahama or something. Yeah, pa- pageant like, girl. Yeah, she was a pageant girl, and now like Delaney's like etiquette training. Like, I don't know. Maybe Delaney was bringing up that this helped her, like in her job here, because she was doing etiquette training. But yeah, like, that was it. That's the only thing I could think. Um, <laughs> like that was the first thing that she brought up. So um, it's a yeah. weird honorable mention because I don't I don't know what to do with it, but I had to bring it up. Yeah. Also, like. You know, you just having like a hostess job at a restaurant would have been better training than etiquette training. Probably. Or you being like working at like a Motel 6 as a maid cleaning rooms. Like, I, That's it was equivalent. A, yeah. It's better than the debutante training. I think it was a humble brag. She's she's known for it a little bit. You know, she having a draft yep. that she, she went to the best state school in the country last week in you know in berkeley so hey that's that's delani for us all right um sean so who you got uh who'd you have win in the episode my man lloyd big big lloyd episode kind of you know under the radar but Guy just hustled and did solid deckhand work all day. He fixed the slide. Or, you know, I don't know if he really fixed the slide, but he made it fun again by raising it. Better angle. So there's a boss move. Guy was on top of everything all day. I loved um, during the white party, it started raining. So all the deckhands have to go out, you know, outside on deck and like put uh, covers and all the furniture. Then as soon as they're done with that, Lloyd just goes, you want me to go to the galley? He goes right in the galley and starts making sushi for Matt. 
it's just I I don't know. And the charter guests didn't seem to hate him. I think you know some of the girls were flirting with him a little bit. Lloyd, what what is my guy? So Sean, usually I try not to pick the same person as you. I couldn't this week. Lloyd absolutely killed it for everything you yeah. just said. I thought he was great. He he was freaking hustling around. Um, he jumped in the water when you know they had to check on the jet ski. Um, yeah. All that stuff. He ran in to help Matt. I mean, what an episode from this guy. Um, all right, Sean, who do you have losing in the episode? Well, John, one more thing on Lloyd. Look, I don't even know if Malia's going to name a lead decan, but you know, David made the jet, jet ski mistake. Is Lloyd in pole position now? So Lloyd would be in pole position, but I don't think she's going to name one. Or yeah. if she does, she's just going to do it for the last charter so they can put it on their resume. But um, I, I don't blame her for not doing it. This this group is running really well. The only thing yeah. a lead decan does is screw everything up. Yeah. Like but, it, the rank screws everybody up. But just, yeah, Lloyd, Lloyd was killing it though. Uh, my loser is Delaney because I'm pretty confident she's getting fired. And ultimately that's kind of the goal of this show is to stay on it. Uh, and she also just kind of, I know she's, you know, Lexi's the only one really defending her, but she probably should have told her at some point, like, Hey, you're mispronouncing my name. It's not, <laughs> there's no Owen there. Like it's, it's just Delaney. Um, I mentioned the humble bragging. No one loves that. And you know what? I'm just kind of, I'm worried that if she gets fired next week, you know, cliffhanger, we'll see, but I'm worried she won't be remembered. I'm worried she'll be like lost to time in the eyes of any Bolitic viewers. And that, that's just sad. I mean, you know, only time will tell for that, but I went with Delaney. John, who's, who's you have losing? So, Here's who I had losing the week. Let's hear it. I think Katie lost the week for me. Okay. So I just really thought she spent an exorbitant amount of time going over this decision that was really only going to impact the next two weeks of her life and the next two weeks of everyone's life. She's realized she needs help. She has let get in the way of everyone saying they don't want to move bunks for that to happen. Um, she could have easily made a decision and then been a more effective leader here over the last 72 hours. And she's decided to agonize over this, ask everybody for their opinion. I know it's a management style, but in a fast paced environment like this, you just have to make a decision that you know is the best and just go for it. So I really didn't like her in this episode. I think she's a good chief stew, but I thought her leadership skills are lacking a little bit here. Oh yeah. I, I love these couple past Jibuses find her a little bit less likable than before. Now I don't know that'll be a permanent thing, but you know, when chef Matt at the very end of the, uh, at the very end of the episodes, like, Oh, if you don't get rid of her, I'm going to leave the boat again. It's like, okay, go for it, bro. Yeah, and she also mentioned that like that's like she doesn't want Matt to leave by keeping Delaney. It's like don't put this on Matt. Like do what you need to do. And if he walks, that's just which he's not going to. Like that's just him being a baby. Yeah, Matt just kept putting his anxieties on her. Yeah, he'd be like, oh, everything's okay, and give her a hug, and then just make her feel a million times worse. 
So like, you know, Kitty's in a bad position, but yeah, I thought she should have sucked it with her guns when I, you know, I thought she was going to let Delaney stay. Like we said, we'll, we'll see next week, but yeah. Um, all right, John. So what do you got for question of the week? All right. I kind of mentioned it earlier with Delaney. So, you know, I think, Hey, if she gets fired next week, we probably won't remember her, but I decided for question of the week for our first week on overboard, uh, you know, it's naming non-memorable below deck crew member. So, you know, below deck, below deck, uh, med, below deck sailing yet. There's been yep. like 15 seasons total. Yep. It's like, Hey, let's, let's remember someone who's non-memorable. All right. I'll go. Um, I nominate Avery Russell. Um, hmm. Avery Russell was in one episode of Below Deck Season 8, Legacy, before having to leave because his grandmother was sick. Oh. So as a result, Rob was brought on, and that was the end oh, of the Oh, yeah. So Avery was literally on for one episode. I Wait, is Avery a guy? Yeah. No, he was a guy, yeah. Yeah. I Hey, I do not remember that was a person. Yeah, it's just like what crap timing, right? He flew halfway across the world, had to quarantine, get on a boat, you know, just to well, just to have to leave. I don't think he had to quarantine because that was filmed pre-COVID, and then COVID became a thing during oh, that season. Yeah, you're right. So Th- that was before we even had a podcast or Instagram lives. That was yeah. wow. So Avery Russell, uh, he made it 0.9 of an episode. Yeah. Okay. That's. That's a very good one. Um, maybe we'll see him again. Probably not, though. I don't know. Uh, yeah. That's, you know, feel bad you know, about his grandma and everything. But, yeah, that's not a person I remembered. So, yeah. okay. <laughs> I went with someone who's a little bit more memorable. But considering this guy lost an entire season and was a chef, he was pretty non-memorable. I went with Below Deck Legacy Season 5. Chef Matt Burns. Like I said, there are definitely less memorable people. But for a chef, you know, you know, chefs usually get a good amount of screen time. I would say, you know, Chef Matt's probably like number one or two this season. Yep. You know, you know, chefs dominate usually. This guy was just very forgettable. Um, I always forget who the chef was during the season. You know, he was following Chef Ben, so it's no easy task, but still in as a, here's what I remember about him. He looked the part for reality TV. He was like a tall, good-looking guy. That's probably why he was cast for the show. And everyone in the boat, because he was like a you know tall, good-looking guy, thought he was cool at first. And then like midway through the season, everyone realized he was a pretty average chef. And he just sort of isolated himself after that. You know, they weren't bullying him or anything, but everyone just kind of realized, oh, this guy's not that cool, actually. And he's pretty bad at his job. And I remember not liking this season very much. And if your chef isn't entertaining or a good villain, it's just not going to help with the season. So Chef yeah. Matt Burns. Yeah, that's true. I feel like even in like more like recent seasons, chefs have been getting more screen time. So he would have done even worse in, in more recent seasons. So, um, so anyway um that was fun we, we'll, we'll do that again sometime just like let's remember yeah. some guys yeah um 
So, uh, hey, we are not. So, obviously, this is our first pod that we're doing on this network. So, um, we don't have any promotions or anything. Um, we do have a Twitter handle. It's at it's at overboard underscore pod. So, go check it out. Um, we're going to be doing some probably live tweeting uh, during episodes. Um, we're going to get Instagram up as well. Um, but uh, go check it out. Please follow us and uh, please message us. So. Um, for anyone new to this, so we do do life advice. Um, so the email address is blowdeckpod at gmail.com. You know, we're two guys in our thirties and, you know, send us what your, your life questions are or some issues you're having, and we'll respond to them here on the pod. So Sean, we've got one here. Um, yes, we do. Hey guys. Hey guys. So prior to the pandemic, I had a really active social life with close group of friends. We usually, we used to go out together two to three times a week plus hangover brunches, watch football at each other's places, go to concerts, and even the occasional weekend trip. However, during the pandemic, things changed. Obviously, we couldn't do a lot of the activities, but a lot of the guys went through some big life changes. My closest friend moved down south. Two of my friends got engaged, and the other one had, a, had his first child. When things started opening back up, I would hope my social life would go back to normal. Instead, everyone's so busy with their jobs or relationships that they that we only hang out once a week. Also, our one night ends at 10 p.m. rather than 2 a.m. This stinks. I'm having a bad summer. I'm still a single guy. I need more fun in my life. Should I start looking for new friends? Thanks. Um, Sean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll go first on this one. Yeah, Sounds you need good. to look for more. You need to look for more friends. You know, yeah. your friends have moved on to different stages in their lives. And as much as that stinks, that group, that core group that you had will probably never go back to the way things were. You know, you probably have to live with the new normal, right? It's great you still see them and you should cherish that. But I'm guessing the guy with a kid is no longer down to hang out until 2 a.m. probably ever. And if a second kid comes on the way, you're going to see him even less. So um, be glad you see them still once a week. You know, I, you know, I know buddies that have like had kids and, you know, it'd be lucky if I see him once every couple months. So, um, cherish what you do have, I'll say. And yeah, you probably need to make more friends so you can, you know, if you're still looking to go out until two and things like that. Yeah. I think it's like a hybrid answer. It's, you know, stay friends with your old friends, but you know, you gotta make some new friends too, because, Look, I don't, we don't know this guy's age, right? He didn't mention anything about his age. No. So like maybe his friends grew up way too fast or maybe he just doesn't want to grow up. I'm definitely not judging. Yeah. I, I acted like I was 22 years old until well into my thirties. So <laughs> no judgment for me, but um, yeah, like, like you said, like you can hang out with your old, old friends until like 10 PM, you know, that one night a week. And then, you know, maybe there's some guys at work that are like younger or have less responsibilities, or maybe you've got like some acquaintances or some second tier friends that you don't hang out with as much, but if they still like to get after it, you might become really good friends with them. That might fix your problem as far as like, Hey, you're not having as much fun. Now, as far as like your, your core group of friends, like your old friends, um, you can still have fun with them. I think when guys get older, you said that they have to schedule more. The, look, they're, they have to ask permission from their wives or fiancés or girlfriends. Hey, I'm having a guy's night. It, it's a process. Yeah. So what I will say is that, you know, for, our, for, 
the listener here, when you guys do guys night, it is easiest for you to make guys night. The yes. guy with a fiance, he's got to run it up the he's got to run it up the ladder. The guy with a wife or the guy with kids, they they got to run it up the ladder too. You can literally just not plan anything else and and you'll be able to go 100% of the time. So, you know, don't give them too much flack about this cuz they are trying they are trying to make it work, but they're just in a spot where they're, you know, they're not doing this two or three times a week. So, I think I think, you know, Sean and I mentioned you, maybe you got to add in more friends, right? And if maybe they're separate groups, right? George Costanza never liked his worlds colliding. So you can have separate groups if you want, but um, I think maybe you just got to have an additional friend group now. So keep the ones you have, but add some more. So you can kind of do that yeah. single guy, single guy routine here. I will say with your older friends. So it sounds like you got a few bachelor parties. They're probably going to come up. If a few of your friends just got engaged, those are going to be fun. Like you, you're still going to have fun with them, but it's just not going to be as often. I don't, I mean, yeah, but still do the one night a week still. You already have that set up. Just that's, that's so, it. And it's not going to go until 2 a.m. And like live with that. And then, yeah, mix some new friends in there too. And like you'll be, you'll be back at it. But yeah, I, I, we're, we're, we're both saying like, oh, you, you don't have to grow up too. Like, no, we don't know yeah, your age yeah. or you're still single. Like, I, Hey, do what you want to do. Yeah. So, um, good luck with that. Let us know how it turned out. Um, so Sean, you know what? I'm excited for this new platform. You know, as it's new, I want to thank all the listeners and ask you to please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you found us. If you're on Twitter, follow over at overboard underscore pod to keep up on all the below deck action. If you want to reach out to us directly, Sean's at below deck Sean, and I'm at John Farley XC. Let's get some more listener submitted life advice and, Sean, we will be back next week. Yeah, you know, big thanks to everyone from Keegan Kibitz that came over and listened this week. And big thanks to all of our new listeners. We love doing it. Bon voyage, guys.